program. Nor was it that the stereo wasn't on. If he was in the living room and not watching TV, then he would be reading What Car to the sound of his Ibiza chill-out CD. So what was it? The stillness? The complete lack of movement in his body? That was all a part of it, certainly. But this... This was something else. She just couldn't say what. Concerned now, she found her voice. Dunk? She asked quietly, stepping gingerly into the thickly carpeted room, slightly self-aware and embarrassed at her own inexplicable concern. She actually jumped slightly as his head snapped around quickly to face her, whip-like, at the sound of her voice. His eyes were wide, and they looked her up and down, as if he were scanning her for something. Molly's hand went unconsciously to her mouth, as if trying to stifle a tiny cry of fright that didn't quite come. Duncan's eyes looked haunted and sunken as if he'd had no sleep. Molly knew he'd slept like the dead last night, the same way he did every night. His still thick blonde hair, he was only in his early thirties after all, still a young man, was as immaculately swept and held in place as it was when she'd left earlier that day. But his eyes were that of a man going cold turkey. She was so startled by his gaze that she said nothing, dimly aware of the now rapid thumping in her chest. She was suddenly very frightened, caught in the invisible beam of his glare like a small animal under a silently hovering hawk above. He stared for another moment or two, then turned back to the window, freezing into position once more, a hulking statue of some obscure tribe's imagined deity. The removal of his eyes seemed to break the spell of Molly's paralysis, if not her fear. This was a very weird and worrying situation, for sure. Had he had a stroke? Some kind of mental seizure? Had he had some kind of terrible, shocking news? But this was her home, her husband, and what the hell was she thinking anyway? He clearly needed help. He'd been shaken up badly in one way or another, that much was obvious, and she was jumping like a teenager sneaking out after hours. She pushed her nervousness away as best she could, trying to forget about her sudden and sharp awareness of the size difference between them about the way she now noticed the breadth of his shoulders and the thickness of his neck, as if seeing them for the first time. She began to cross the room towards her husband. Dunk? She asked again, still in that quiet voice she'd found but in a more steady tone. What the hell's happened? Are you all right? Shannon, she thought. The heart again. Oh, God, is it your mother? Did something happen to her? She reached him placing her outstretched hand onto his thick back and feeling it begin to shake rapidly beneath her touch, a small whimpering sound emanating from his barrel chest. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no, is she all right? Molly gasped, placing her other hand on Duncan's shoulder and squeezing. Is... Well, what did they say? Is, is she... What happened? Duncan began to turn again, slowly this time, his face already red from the torrent of tears tumbling down his cleanly shaven and moisturised cheeks. Duncan never had stubble. The stare was now gone, replaced by screwed-up eyes that looked so piteous and tragic that Molly's heart ached for him. She loved her husband very much. Of course she did. She earned twice what he did and married him despite everything her mother and her friends had said about that. His head was bowed slightly, which at their close proximity and very different heights meant that he would have been looking directly into her eyes had his been open. Her hands left his shoulders and went to his cheeks, caressing them gently, and then her arms went wide, very wide, to draw him into an embrace. She moved chest to chest with him, and looked up again to tell him that she was so sorry to hear it. This brought her face up perfectly as he opened his weeping eyes, regarded her for a moment, 
and then dropped his forehead suddenly and viciously onto the bridge of her nose. The impact felt like an explosion in the centre of her face. Immediately, as an indecipherable electric storm of immense thoughts jabbed at the inside of her mind. Shock, confusion, betrayal, incomprehension, shock again for her nose, her face, her face was ruined. Her legs became empty and buckled, her body following them to the floor. Her hand went to her face and came away as a crimson mitt, and she looked up as she gasped and spat away flecks of blood from her lips. Duncan remained standing there, eyes wide again, his fists clenched by his sides, unmoving. The last tears remained stuck to his cheeks. Duh, 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 she babbled, her own eyes wide now too, tears flowing down her cheeks as her trembling head shook gently from side to side, trying and failing to register what had just happened. She sat up and held her blood-covered hand out to him, fingers spread wide, a gesture that showed him what he'd done, asked him why, pleaded for help. His face didn't...